Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Hey, welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one therapist business coach. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about a very huge topic that I've noticed over the last maybe year and a half. My coaching clients have brought up multiple times when I've hosted CE workshops. This question has come up a lot. And then also when I host the private practice boot camps. Um, that are typically three days in which we facilitate a very intimate community on Facebook, the question comes up yet again. And so I thought to myself, maybe it's time that I actually dedicate a podcast episode to it and just address some things that therapists should pay attention to. So today we're going to talk about should a new client be in therapy or should they be your coaching client? Okay. So If you're a mental health therapist and you're listening to this episode, we live in a time where, you know, mental health is very sought out, which is a very good thing. We've come a long way, especially after the 2020 year. People um, now see clearly the benefits of having mental health services. But then we also have a large number of individuals because of things we see on television, reality TV. People want a life coach. They want a business coach. They just want a coach. And sometimes uh, the general public, when they're seeking out services, they don't know the difference between should I be going to find a therapist first or should I be going to find a coach? And sometimes therapists, when they start to offer quote unquote coaching services, they're not sure if they should let the client know that the client would be a better fit for therapy versus coaching, okay? So first things first, let's talk about APA ethics because I think that that's where therapists 
start to ask more questions because of course we don't want to lose our license. You've worked so hard to earn your license. And so a lot of therapists ask, you know, is there any type of ethical code according to APA that we would be violating if we saw someone for coaching, but we're a therapist? And the answer is no, but I'm going to add not yet. And the reason I add not yet is because most APA ethical codes Any laws are mostly developed out of something going wrong. And I pray that nothing ever goes wrong. But throughout this episode, you're going to hear certain things that will make you pause and think if you have taken on a client for coaching and or you decided based off your intuition, your gut feeling that somebody was a better fit for therapy, thank goodness, and you did not offer coaching, we're going to talk about how do you make those decisions so that you can protect your license so that you do not have to be the person who potentially uh, is violating your ethical code. So I want to talk about three things to consider before taking on a coaching client as a mental health provider. Um, So first things first, did you assess the client to determine if mental health services are needed for any type of consultation for any services we always ask about presenting problem we always ask people what would their life look like like the miracle question what would their life look like if this problem was not here what was their life like before the problem was here and then what are some things that they have done on their own to resolve the problem. How has the problem impaired their life? And in mental health, of course, we look at the three different areas, which are academic, occupational, meaning functioning, and their ability to have good interpersonal relationships. That includes romantic, family, and friends. And so we should always be doing our due diligence to assess the presenting problem, to use that as one of our guidelines to determine if someone is a better fit for therapy or for coaching. So that's number one is to assess. The second thing I would uh, say consider is how do you differentiate your coaching services from therapy? Can you articulate the difference? Okay. Can it be written on paper? The differences when people read the differences on your website, can they tell the differences between you being a coach or you providing therapy services. Because when I've talked to my clients about, you know, who is their uh, coaching client? Who is their ideal client? Describe them to me. What problem do they present with? What problem do you solve as the coach? The language that they're using is the exact same language that they will use with a therapy client. So I, you know, as a coach would say, you want to flush that out because if you put that on your website, How will somebody be able to determine should they go to therapy or coaching or maybe what button on your website they should actually push to start maybe the consultation process? And then third thing is as a provider, this is just me being a straight shooter. Are you after impact, solving people's mental health problems, decreasing their impairments, or are you after money? And the reason this is so huge is because when I've actually talked to, again, therapists and asked them, why did you even start or have the desire to offer coaching? The biggest thing that they've said is money. Like, you know, for therapy services, it's a cap. And for coaching, there is no cap. And 
I'm going to hold on to that. I just wanted to pose that as a question to think about because I am going to come back (laughs) to that. Okay. But uh, that is a big no, no, because just straight up laws of attraction, when you're only chasing money and you're not chasing the change, the impact, the transformation that you can make in the world, in the community that you serve, it's going to be a lot harder for you to hit your goals. I'm not saying you're not going to be successful, but you may not hit the level of success that you desire because chasing money gets tiring versus chasing impact. It has a different type of internal reward. So let's dive a little deeper. Okay. So these are some reasons why some clinicians are starting some coaching businesses. And if this sounds familiar, write these down and flesh these out and really ask yourself, is this really what I want to do? And how can I make a transformation or a impact in the world? Okay. So most therapists start a coaching business because they say that it's less restricted. But remember, restrictions uh, were put in place, especially in therapy services, to protect the health and the mental health of our clients. Because what is the number one ethical code? Do no harm. So what we want to make sure to do, of course, if you want to have less restrictions, serve a larger, you know, range of clients, make sure not to confuse how you see therapy versus coaching. So let's actually talk about the difference between therapy and coaching services in a very simple way. Therapy is you walking the client through with strategies, their ability to open their baggage, process their baggage forgive their baggage and clear out their baggage as much as possible so that they can be functional. Your goal is to get them functional, not to necessarily get them at 100% because if your goal is to get any of your clients to 100% all the time, you're going to have a full caseload for years, meaning people will always be in therapy because if we're saying that everybody needs to walk around without any problems ever again, that's not humanity, okay? So our goal in mental health is to get people to at least a 70 to 75%. And if they wanna go higher, that's great. But mental health is to get them functional, okay? Coaching is to take that now functional person at 70 to 75% and help them start working toward their future goals, right? So if someone comes to me and they clearly have a lot of baggage, but they have big goals, I'm going to do my due diligence and say as a mental health provider, as a licensed psychologist, I hear you and it's awesome that you have great big goals. I love it. But I also recognize that you got these three big suitcases called baggage. And I truly believe clinically that if you do not take the time to open up those bags, to clear them out and process them, they're going to start opening and they're going to show up when you're starting to work on these big goals. And I don't think you're going to like or that it will be fun that you taste a little success with those goals. And then you have to stop because these bags start opening because they will open. It is inevitable. Okay. So that's how I describe the difference between therapy services and coaching services to my clients. Okay. So now let's talk about a Another rationale as to why therapists clearly want to dive into coaching. And one of the biggest ones actually is they can cross state lines. They can serve more people across even country. You know, they can be global. And so 
Something to think about is just because you can see clients in additional states and or countries does not mean that they fall within, again, going back to the coaching category. Are they in need of clearing out baggage to be functional first so that they can actually be successful to work on the information that you will present to them in life coaching services? Or are they ready to go full forward? And then another thing to think about is, as I mentioned, what is the difference between coaching and therapy? Can you as a therapist articulate that in your own words without taking the definition that I just gave you? And can you articulate it to your clients where they can see the difference and also see why therapy at a particular time may need to happen first before coaching, or at least you can make the proper arrangements that if you are really the best fit, depending on maybe what you provide in your coaching services, because I hope that it's not just general life coaching, maybe it's niched down, then maybe they go find another mental health therapist. And then when they have processed that baggage, they come back to you. That's what you can do as well. Ask them to come back to you and start the coaching process. But I would not, this is just, again, Dr. TK's personal opinion, because it's not, it can't be clinical because it's not in the APA ethical code. But I just can't see someone trying to work on both because it's kind of like working on two big projects in your business. You can't give 100% in two different places, right? And so just to summarize what we talked about is we addressed, is there an ethical code uh, to provide coaching services as a therapist? Three things to consider before taking on a coaching client, which can include, but are not limited to assessing the client's mental health need, differentiating the difference between coaching and therapy services, meaning can you articulate it and can people who are listening understand the difference and then make an informative decision? And then are you after impact or money? So if you want to, for example, learn more about, you know what, I really want to flush out my private practice so that I can earn more profits because you're right, I do want to earn more money, but it doesn't mean that I can't earn it in my private practice. Or maybe you want to also niche down in your private practice to the point where you develop a hell of an expertise to the point where you can develop streams of income like coaching, digital products, physical products, and then you can still be global. So those are the things that I teach my clients in the Dope Therapist Academy. And depending on when you're hearing this episode, you definitely want to be on my list and check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych because during certain times of the year, I am hosting boot camps. And at the time of this recording, it's at the end um, of the third quarter, which means that we're revving up for our last fall boot camp to help therapists manifest a profitable private practice in three days in terms of understanding your wealth mindset, doing a business assessment on the health of your business, and also looking at your ability to become the best version of you, okay? But all in all, in summary, I would hope that you would use your expertise as a therapist to make a transformation, a impact in the world versus defaulting into coaching services just for financial reasons. Okay. So I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Um, Again, connect with me on Dr. TK Psych on Instagram. If you know of another therapist that definitely needs to tap into this episode or my entire podcast, feel free to share it with them. And I appreciate you tuning in today. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 